Andy Rice. Um, real men drink real beer. It's one of the great advertising stereotypes, isn't it? Certainly is. And um, first, I must thank you for uh, choosing a subject like this. I'm halfway into my dry month. Now, there's a whole stereotype of masculinity has been the centre, not just in beer advertising, but in in many, many uh, different product categories. And it's been brought to the fore again now by a Windhoek Lager television commercial, which uh, the Advertising Regulatory Board have asked to be withdrawn because it suggests what is presumably an excess of toxic masculinity in that... um, uh, one of the characters is, um, I suppose is the right word, for putting, for asking for a lime slice, a slice of lime to be put into his Vintok Lager. And uh, out of that comes the message um, after a sort of play between the two and a supposed belittling of the, of the guy who chose, um, who asked for the lime, um, that, that they were um, making fun of, of, of him in, in a way that seems to have been slightly endorsed by the difference in sort of physical characteristics of the of the one group who are the the diehard Vintok Lager who would never allow a lime near them um, and and our, our hero who gets um, warned quite strongly that real men drink real beer. And as you say, that's a, that's a common stereotype. It, uh, but it, it's uh, it's not just in the... Uh, a recent development, I think that um, you will uh, remember perhaps the uh, earlier commercials in, in the beer category, uh, perhaps in, in, in Vintem Lager's case, where, where a guy was being monitored by um, a, a character for what he, what he chose to drink, what he chose to wear, no speedos. And uh, that commercial, in fact, you can go back even further. There was a commercial in my early days in advertising for Hansa Pilsner, as it then was, or then the brand, as it then was, which um, uh, had a guy arriving in a in a bar amongst a bunch of real um, heavily built oaks, and our young pretender asks for Hansa, and one of the guys spin around, the big guys spin around and say, "Do you know what kind of a guy drinks Hansa?" At which point, our, our supposedly less imposing hero flips the top of the of the can off with his thumb or the bottle off with his thumb and drinks it and this this in the days of of, of hard to remove caps from beer bottles this was uh sufficient to scare the 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 heavyweights into into retreat and and say um well uh uh, this kind of guy is guy who drinks hunter barman two hunter please so there's a kind of conversion yeah uh, Um, I wonder whether it's whether it's harmless fun or whether or not there is something actually quite uh, quite nasty at play here. I, mean, I want to play the advert that we're talking about, the one that has sparked the conversation. Okay. It's the Vintook advert. Um, it's the advert where it's a famous actor. What's his name? Uh, Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. There we go. I don't think you need to mispronounce it just to make him sound foreign. Um, here, Gerard Butler. Um, he he is a, a tough guy. He's sitting at a bar counter. There's a group of guys drinking Vintook, and one of them commits a sin. So I'm like, guys, hey. can I have a line with this? Hey, that's a Vintook. That's 100% pure beer. You don't need any blank. See for yourself. 
Now, as somebody whose first Guinness in an Irish pub contained a splash of black currant, I think it was, I don't think I have any room to criticise the guy who wants a lime in his Vintook, Andy Rice. No, no, me too. I think it's a very refreshing take on a, on a mainstream beer. But that's not the point. The point is that the, um, uh, the, the, the question is, do advertising agencies and do their clients have a responsibility to lead society or to reflect changes in society? In other words, are they, are they um, merely holding up a mirror to what's happening out there and reflecting it in their advertising? Or are they trying to gaze into their crystal ball and drive brands forward in the... Uh, in the pursuit of social change. I don't think that either of them is the wrong strategy. I think they both are valid. But the interesting thing is you can't really do both. Um, If you think about it, all advertisements, to some extent, will offend someone because they are targeting a particular group and the people who hold opposing views may then be offended. It doesn't have to be just beer. Um, I'm sure that, for instance... Um, Virgin Atlantic when they, when they were launching up against British Airways and, and, and were effectively mocking people who chose to be stuffy and, and, and pompous and, and fly with British Airways when they could be young and liberated and funky with, with, with Virgin. Um, and you look at every category, you could probably find that there is a segment that the brand is appealing to and a segment that they expect will reject the brand and it doesn't really matter because they were never targeting them in the first place. So... Um, it's because the, the 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 scale of judgment as to whether something is offensive or not is not is not absolute. It's not a, a fixed amount. It's not there, there is twenty three percent offence in this and there's forty nine percent offence in that one over there. It's about a quant, a qualitative assessment rather than a quantitative proof. And I'm afraid ads will fall at different levels on that spectrum according to who's viewing them. It's not an absolute. I can't say that ad is offensive or it isn't. Apparently, the advertising regulatory board can because they've asked for it to be withdrawn, which I think is 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 um, probably an overreaction. One wonders how many people complained formally, and you can look around. I mean, just today in the Business Day, full of, of uh, a half-page ad carries the, the headline "Pink for Boys." And, of course, the whole ad is set in pink and blue. And it's, in fact, an advertisement for the Sea Rescue Institute, for their pink boys, B-U-O-Y-S. Ha-ha. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. So, you know, it's, it's, it's murky waters you get into, but there is no absolute truth. You certainly cannot say uh, this is where we, this is, this is stereotypical and this isn't, or this is offensive and this isn't. It's, it's in the eye of the beholder. Uh, I, uh, again, you could argue, um, maybe not particularly convincingly, but you could argue um, that Vintuk is such a good beer, it doesn't need lime. Um, tasteless beers like Corona, who still calls their beer Corona, and others, um, you know, they need lime because they need to make them taste better. You and I know the subtext wasn't that, but um, yeah, is it worth the fight, I wonder. On to your hero, please, and oh my goodness me, you are having a dry month. It's another beer focus. Yeah, I'm, I'm continuing uh, on that theme. Um, at this time of year, normally, Bruce, you and I would be getting ready to talk about the Super Bowl advertising because it is uh, the, the the forum for some of the greatest one-off, usually, advertisements produced for television. In America, obviously, but it, it garners a, a global audience. And um, the, the, the commercial impact is, is massive. They cost... Um, several million dollars uh, to flight for every every 30 seconds as a massive production cost normally because advertisements are made especially for the Super Bowl to be aired, perhaps like Apple's famous 1984 launch of the Macintosh, perhaps to be aired only once. 
And it does happen from time to time. Uh, but this year, with bearing in mind that the planning for Super Bowl, which, which is upon us shortly, um, has to be done in, say, the last two quarters of the preceding year, in both production-wise and, and flighting-wise, that takes us back to the, the absolute heart of last year's um, pandemic, sadly getting worse, but um, nobody could see it possibly getting worse then. And so most of the planning was, was based around the continuation of, of, of the COVID threat. And so caution became the watchword. And I'm quite sure that a number of major brands have withdrawn um, their advertising or redirected their advertising or just trimmed it down in order to reflect the uncertainties that they, they, they saw ahead coming into the new year. And in that arena, we've seen a number of, of brands withdraw from the Super Bowl, but the iconic sort of um, standard bearer of the Super Bowl advertising is Budweiser. I've been there for the last 37 years, and they have chosen not to advertise Budweiser on the Super Bowl this year, but to redirect the resources into campaigns to encourage um, awareness and acceptance of the vaccine as a as a solution, and that I think is a is a very good gesture. I've been banging my drum about um, brands getting involved in in the solutions rather than just the awareness, and I hope that that, that Budweiser have in their planning stuff that is about uh, motivating rather than just informing. But un until they they let me down, and I'm sure they won't. Um, I think they're deserved of of, uh, of a hero status for grasping the nettle and, and, and putting um, society before brand. And, and you wonder about the benefit of doing so, whether or not your market gives you more credit because you've broken the mould and you're supporting worthy causes rather than telling them about something which they love already. You can afford to miss a Super Bowl for the right reasons. You can, and I see that, that Budweiser are already starting to, if you like, generate the earned media exposure rather than the paid media exposure by talking through uh, media releases and other, other editorial-type platforms about their decision and why and what they're going to do in, it, in its place. Uh, and it takes us into the whole issue um, of uh, brands with purpose, purposeful branding, a very common buzz phrase from, from the last two years or so, where brands uh, are, are positioning themselves not necessarily around their, their rational performance, but about their, their uh, positive influence on society. So what Unilever has done with Dove would be a very good example of that, where it's no longer about the, the, the product, it's about uh, Dove's commitment to uh, people assessing the, the truth behind uh, female beauty. Then talk to me about your zero, please, because um, just because you're advertising something worthy doesn't mean you have to be worthy about it. Well, exactly, Bruce. I couldn't have put it better myself. It's, here's, here's a very worthy product being, I think, shortchanged by um, whoever makes the decisions um, for putting up some fairly dreary advertising. So the, the, the worthy cause, one I, close to my heart as well, is, is WWF, Worldwide Fund for Nature, or uh, whatever they've changed the acronym to. Um, and it clearly has a campaign, <coughs> excuse me, um, about uh, the protection of, of water. Um, and it's running a, a full page, or no, almost full page, or full color advertisement in, 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 in the daily papers. Um, with a rather unexciting photograph of a number of people wading through a very shallow puddle and, and stream and a big headline, um, hashtag journey of water. 
Now, you, those are the only two components you've got to, to get excited about, a rather dreary photograph um, or a, uh, and or uh, headline, which really doesn't make you think, my goodness, I must get onto the, onto the net straight away and find out more about this. Um, there's just no idea in there. And that's what scares me. Advertising is about, about generating ideas, about, about creativity that's idea-based. And in fact, I did go onto the, onto the WWF website and right at the end, I found an interesting little line that said, water doesn't come from a tap. Uh, and now for me, that's a much more interesting way to get into the topic of water yeah, preservation and water consumption than, um, you know, than this, this anodyne hashtag journey of water. So for failing to, to use their resources and their thinking and their strategy and their creativity strongly enough and perhaps leaning too heavily on the fact that they are a worthy cause, I think that WWF, I'm afraid, gets my zero status this week. And especially when you're launching an ad like that in an environment where there's widespread flooding, that was forecast, that there was just, you know, it's just, you could do the journey of water far more creatively and you can talk about water wastage, you can talk about water flooding, you know, floods, you can talk about global warming, all sorts of things using imagery of what is happening right now. Having... Some fairly, you know, people having a lovely time skipping through a stream doesn't tell me anything. Andy Rice, thank you very much. World Wildlife Fund, WWF, sorry, you get the zero. Budweiser, you get the hero for not advertising your product. And then there's this idea of putting lime into a beer or blackcurrant into a Guinness. I was frowned upon. I was sneered at.